Hi, I'm Adira. And I'm Miriam Sima. Thanks for joining us today on Torah Time. We love learning together and we're so excited to learn with you. Hey, Ema, what's the difference between a fish and a piano? I don't know. You can't tune a fish. <laughs> what a great joke. And what better way to start learning Parsha Bashal together? Let's take a look. After Hashem sent the 10th plague against the Egyptians, Paro finally let the Jewish people leave Egypt. There was no time to waste. They left in a big hurry and they traveled day and night. But soon, Paro changed his mind again. He said, what have we done? We should never have set our slaves free. So he gathered hundreds of soldiers and chariots and began the chase. B'nai Israel were on the edge of Yam Suf, the Sea of Reeds. It was way too big to swim to the other side. Suddenly, Paro and his army appeared, chasing B'nai Israel. There was nowhere to go. They were trapped. But then, Moshe raised his arm, and Hashem split the sea in two. The water rose up like two walls with a path down the middle, leading to the other side. The Jewish people set off down the path just like it was dry land, and the Egyptians followed them right into the sea. Once the Jewish people were safe on the other side, Hashem told Moshe to raise his arm again, and Moshe did. And the walls of water splashed back down into the sea, covering all the Egyptian soldiers. Moshe and the Jewish people were finally safe from Paro and his army. And they were so thankful that they sang a song of thanks and praise to Hashem called Az Yashir. Miriam, Moshe, and Aaron's sister was thankful too. So much so that she felt like dancing. That's what we're going to hear about today. We're going to hear the words of the Torah now, just like you can hear them in shul. It's okay if you don't understand the words. Just close your eyes and listen. Ready? We're starting toward the end of the fourth Aliyah. Vatikah Miriam Haneviyah Achod Aharon Et Hatov Beyada Vatetzenachol Hanashim Achareha Bitupim Uvim Cholot. And Miriam the prophetess, Aaron's sister, took the tambourine in her hand and all the women went out after her with tambourines and with dances. So, Adira, what do you notice about that pasuk? Why does it say Aaron's sister, not Moshe's sister? Yeah, such a weird thing, right? Because we've just been hearing so many stories about Moshe. So why suddenly is Miriam being called Aaron's sister? So can you think of anything? I don't know. I'm not totally sure what the answer is to this. I wonder if there's something about like age order? Maybe. That maybe she was Aaron's sister before she was Moshe's sister? I guess. Or maybe it's like the Torah hinting that Aaron and Moshe are ranked equally. Interesting. So yeah, I'm not totally sure what the answer is. What, what else do you think we can learn about Miriam from this puzzle? She likes dancing and she's a good thinker ahead of her because she brought a tambourine 
And like nobody else would have thought to bring a tambourine except all the other women. Except all the other women. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. So you just noticed something else, right? That Miriam and all these women, right? They were leaving Mitzrayim in such a rush. What do you think they brought with them? Like food and like other stuff, like matzah and stuff. But like other people would have never thought to bring an instrument. <laughs> Why do you think they brought their instruments? Because they have faith in Hashem and they're like getting ready to praise Hashem and like thank Hashem. Oh, interesting. So you're like, these women really believe that they're going to be saved. And so when they leave Mitzrayim, they're like... Like for every time that we get saved, we'll play the instrument. Cool. So another thing that I noticed about this Pesach is that it calls Miriam a Navi. A Navia. Miriam a Navia. What do you think that means here? Like somebody who like talks for Hashem, like Hashem's prophet. A Navi is a prophet. Mm-hmm. It's like the literal translation of a Navi. Well, yes. And what does a prophet do? What does a prophet do? What's a prophet? Well, I think you said it right. It's someone who speaks for Hashem. That's what you said. So in what way is she speaking for Hashem here? Or is there something else she's doing that's making her a Navi? Thanking Hashem and like, she like really found a connection to Hashem. Like she made basically half the Jewish people thank Hashem because all the women. It doesn't say that the men came in and like danced only the women. So you're seeing a prophet here as being someone who's leading other people and connecting to Hashem? I wonder if the girls did it. I wonder if the boys went to it. <laughs> that the boys would have loved to dance to. And it doesn't say. There are so many things that the Torah doesn't say. It's like so detailed, but so vague at the same time. <laughs> are you ready to do a little more? Close your eyes again and listen to the sounds and words of the Torah. Vatan lahem Miriam, shiru ladonai kigaoh gaaha, sus verachvo ramavayaham. And Miriam chanted for them, Sing to Hashem, for Hashem is very exalted. Hashem cast horse and rider into the sea. Something I'm noticing is that this pasuk starts with the word vatan. And it's a really interesting word because la'anot, ana, it usually means to answer. So like a literal translation of this would be, and Miriam answered them. So what do you think? How is she answering the women as she's saying that? Because like maybe they have like a question like, was this really Hashem or something? She's answering that like, yes, it's Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. That's really interesting. So you were saying like as a question, right, that the women maybe were wondering, was this really Hashem? And she's answering, yes, it was. And then another way to read that might be that the women are really thankful, but they don't necessarily know like what words to put to that. They're asking, well, where should I put to that? And she's answering that by putting words to that. Mm-hmm. So the words that she uses are that God's amazing because God threw horse and rider into the sea. What is that talking about? Is that what you would have said? Like if you were there, you were at Itziat Mitzrayim or at Kriyat Yamsuf, right? At the parting of the sea. Is that, are those the words you might have used, do you think? No, it's not amazing that 
horse and rider had to die for this. Mm-hmm. I would say, thank you, Hashem, for saving us. Not, thank you, Hashem, for killing all these people and horses. And are there other things, like, what's more specific? Like, I'm trying to think, like, what I would have said if I were there. Because I think saving is, like, very kind of big in general. But, like, how did Hashem save them if we don't want to focus on the fact that Hashem killed all these? They were chasing after them. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're saying that that is something Hashem did. It's just not what you would have focused on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I wonder if I would have focused on the fact that Hashem split the waters. Right? Like to me, like that's the most amazing thing, right? That there's this huge sea that I can't cross and then it parts. That to me is like way more amazing. Why didn't Hashem just build a bridge? Why? I guess it wouldn't be as amazing and Hashem wants all the praise. <laughs> uh huh. Might have also taken a bit longer. Oh, to cross, yeah. So I have one last question. Miriam says that we should sing to Hashem. Are there other times that we sing to Hashem? When we daven. Mm-hmm. They technically were davening. Thinking Hashem is part of davening. There's also praise and asking. Yeah, and I think also when we do halal, right? Sometimes we do halal as a family and then we try to get really into it, get really excited. We should get timbrels so that in halal you can go like, and we can use tambourine. Yeah, especially on Pesach. <laughs> Dira, we talked about some really big ideas today, and we can talk about it more with our family over Shabbat. What do you think we should ask everyone at our Shabbat table? How about what like stands out to them when they daven and like thank you, Hashem, ask you, Hashem, and like what they're thinking about when they're davening. How about you listening at home? Did you hear something today that you'd like to talk about more with your family? Thank you so much for being part of our Torah time. Join us next time for Parashat Yitra. Until next Torah time!